you have someone that hasn't talked to you before that you're really trying to pitch to, that is where your sales PDF comes in. And if someone is already keen on your services, they just want to know more, they're ready to sign up, that is when your proposal comes in. And that proposal is really key to narrow down exactly what your client is looking for and get those specific sets of deliverables for the month for you as a social media manager. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. What is a pitch? What is a proposal? What's the difference between the two? And how do we write really good ones that get our clients signing on the dotted line? This is what we're going to be diving into in today's episode. And if you guys listen to one of the previous episodes of the podcast, you'll know that I've been experimenting a lot with TikTok and I'm really enjoying it now. Definitely go listen to that episode if you haven't already. It's, it was a journey. It was a journey to get here, guys. <laughs> But we're just about to crack a thousand followers and I had a video this week perform really well and it's got over 16,000 views and it got lots of comments, which was really cool to see because I'm so used to being on Instagram where sometimes getting comments is like just so difficult. Like you're just constantly asking your followers to engage with them and giving them question prompts but people are pretty quiet over there and people on TikTok it's the opposite they're very vocal they love to share their opinions and they love to ask questions which is awesome so today's episode was actually inspired by one of the comments on one of my TikToks recently I had someone ask what would a really good proposal look like and what kind of things they should be including. And the initial thing that popped into my head was, are we talking about a proposal or are we talking about a sales pitch? And I really want to dive into this first before we get to the specific like little list of things you want to include, because I sometimes use these words interchangeably and I know a lot of other people do, but I think they are quite different. For me, when it comes to a pitch, when I'm talking about a pitch, I'm envisioning something that's very sales focused. This is something that you're sending to someone who's very much on the fence about your services, or maybe it's a cold pitch and they don't even know you yet, right? So you want it to be really juicy, you want it to be presented really nicely, and you're probably going to put a little bit more effort into this pitch. To me, a proposal and the key difference here is this is something that I would send to someone when we've already, say, had a discovery call, we've already made a connection, we've had a discussion on their needs for their social media services and what they want. And I've put together a custom proposal which spells out a few different options for them. This is something that I will do with every new inquiry when I'm onboarding a new client. I like to give them a couple of options. We'll have a discussion around budgets and their needs and everything like that. And I like to try my luck and throw in, you know, a more expensive package there, which sometimes works. People do choose that sometimes, which is awesome and is exactly why I offer it. But I'll usually have like a cheaper package that's more toned down in terms of the list of deliverables. And then I'll have a more premium offer and they can kind of choose between them. 
And to me, that's kind of like the key difference between a proposal and a pitch. Like a proposal is when I'm already halfway down the line, right? The hard work has already been done selling my services and the proposal is really just the nitty gritty details for this specific client. So when it comes to creating these in your business as a social media manager, they can look very different. The method that I teach in my program, The Dishing Up Digital School, is to create a sales PDF when you're getting started. And this is what falls under that pitch category. And I believe it's a really good idea to make this look quite pretty, you know, give it a bit of an aesthetic, use it as a a place to showcase your talents as well. And I guess there's a little more fluff in my sales PDFs or in a sales pitch. This is where I'll include a little bit of an introduction page about myself. I'll also have an introduction page about my services as a whole or my business or something along the lines of why social media is so important because I really am trying to sell this service, right? I have to do a little bit more work. Another thing that I've included since the very early days, like the very first sales PDF that I made when I was side hustling way back in March 2019 That had another page on it where I had stats around social media because I knew I'd be sending it to some small businesses and maybe some business owners who didn't understand the power of social media, right? And they weren't really utilizing it. So I really wanted to illustrate that in my sales pitch by being like, we have 2 billion active users on Instagram or we have this many people using Instagram and Facebook. And then also I had a statistic around the influence of purchase decisions on Instagram and how likely a consumer was to make a purchase if they'd connected with a brand on social media. So things like that that really illustrated to this potential client the value of using social media and investing in it. And then once I had all of that fluffy goodness of an introduction out of the way, that was when I got into my packages, my prices, the exact specifics of my services. But even then, these were laid out really nicely. I had examples of my work. I dripped in some testimonials in between the packages as well to break them up. And I made sure it was really visually beautiful, visually easy to understand. It had a really nice flow to it. I'm sitting here like waving my arms around because I'm so used to (laughs) when I do a lesson like this, I'm usually like teaching in my membership group or recording a lesson for my course. So I'm used to having like a video presentation where I can show you guys. So hopefully I'm still getting the message across by like describing (laughs) what this PDF looks like. But I do think it's important when you are in that sales process to put that best foot first. But I do think it's important when you're in that sales process to put your best foot forward and to really showcase your designs, your talents and your skills. And also just make the whole process like really easy for the client to understand what it is you do. Like they've had that first section where they've met you, they've met your business. They've had that second section where they understand why social media is important. And now they're seeing this is how we can do it. Like this is what it will look like in terms of how many, um, how many posts, how many stories, how many reels. Here are some different package options. Here are some different price points. And then maybe some customizable options at the end, like things like notes being like each package is customizable to each client and each business needs or maybe you have an extra page where like I also offer video editing or blog posts or any other services in your business maybe you even have a package where it's just an Instagram or social media setup or 
an audit or a strategy session. Maybe it's not necessarily full social media management, which is another thing I teach in my program. I think it's really good to have that variety in your services, especially when you're getting started or you don't have the capacity to be taking on like four clients doing full social media management. It's great to supplement your income, have another revenue stream from doing audits and strategy sessions as well. But that's kind of the gist of what that package will look like. And then obviously at the end of it, or that PDF will look like, I should say. And obviously at the end of that, you're going to have your contact details, maybe a link to your Instagram page or your website. If you have any of those, if you don't, no worries at all. And it's just, you want this to be a beautiful experience for your client, right? And they have this whole journey that they go through with your sales pitch. And to me, that's what a pitch looks like. And those are the important things to include in that. Now, I would then send that on an email to someone with a little bit more information in the, say, the email body of the, the message. And that would be a little bit more personalized, maybe a little bit a few more comments and suggestions specific to their social media, their Instagram page, or what they're currently doing at the moment and how you could improve and how you could help them. And then that PDF, that sales pitch would be a PDF that I would send to everyone, right? So I wouldn't necessarily customize that for every client or in every pitch, but I would customize the email. Now, how does this compare to what I would put in a proposal, right? So sometimes a customer or a potential new client will see this sales pitch, they'll be interested, and then they'll want to make those customizations. They'll take you up on that offer to have a few edits to a package, or maybe they do want to do a three-month contract with you, a multi-month contract, or maybe they want to build in some kind of trial or they want you doing X, Y, and Z. And you have to create that sort of custom package for them. You're then going to follow up with a proposal. And again, this could work slightly different in terms of the structure of your business. Maybe you just have a Zoom call with them and you don't do the sales pitch and it goes straight to a proposal. I do this more often now because I obviously have my website and my Instagram. And that's where a lot of people connect with me and they want to book a call and we kind of go through that process. They've already seen all my work on my website, so I don't need that pitch so much. But when you're entering like a business agreement with someone, when someone's hiring you, you need to spell out all of the clear details before moving forward, right? You need to agree on everything, on the deliverables, on the time frame. All of those details need to be nailed down. And we can do this in the contract, but for me, I also like to reinforce that before we get to the contract, right? I like to spell out the full proposal of what this is going to look like before I then bother going and making up a contract and emailing that to them because some people may change their mind, right? And again, often for me, the proposal comes in after we've had an initial Zoom call. So they're really excited you know, I understand a bit more about what they're looking for in terms of their services, but I hate giving numbers and quotes off the top of my head on a Zoom call. <laughs> I will never do it. I just don't like the pressure. I like to have a think. I don't like to just, you know, shout out a number and then like a day later, I'm like, oh, actually, I've totally underquoted on that, right? So I like to take some time 
do a little bit of calculations in my head, figure out the package and figure out the price and email it to people. So to make myself look a little bit more professional, I guess, and I especially started doing this in the last like year and a half when I did increase my prices quite a lot for my social media services, I put this together in a nice document. Now, again, you could do a PDF, you could do what you've done with your sales pitch and put it into a nice little Canva file. I couldn't quite be bothered doing that. <laughs> so what I do with my business business proposal or my services proposals is I pop them into a Google Doc and I lay it out all nicely with my my heading and my subheading and my little bullet points and then I actually make a quick custom header so I have this fun little um, banner which is like a nice shot of like my desk it's like a close-up of my fingers type typing away <laughs> And then I have like my nice logo for Dishing Up Digital. And then I have underneath a custom, uh, a heading that says custom proposal for X client. So it'll be like custom proposal for Erica or custom proposal for Rachel. So I just edit that heading quickly in Canva and then drop it into the Google Doc. So it makes it look like a little bit more profesh. But I think Google Docs never under underestimate the value of a Google Doc or... Never underestimate the value of a Google Doc or the power of a Google Doc, right? Because even though they're so simple, they're so easy to make and so time efficient, they can seal the deal. They can do the job. So that's why I really enjoy using them. And it's been proven to work. This is how I've signed $900 US packages, USD packages, and also a more recent $3,000 New Zealand dollar package, they've all come through this proposal process of being created in a Google Doc. And that's one of the key things I really wanted to bring up in this episode is to show you guys how, or I guess tell you because we're on the podcast, how things can actually be super simple, how you don't have to invest in all of this fancy software that sends out automatic pro proposals on a website page and it's all custom and fancy like things can actually be as simple as a google doc and they can work well now that being said i've obviously just talked you through my sales pdf method and how important it was to make that visually beautiful and everything but i guess that's more specific if you're just getting started and you're really struggling to get clients you're trying to get those first few people through the door etc you need something that does stand out but when you get, you know, a few first few clients to the door or maybe you've already sent them a custom PDF little pitch and it's really nice and pretty, don't be afraid to then the follow up be just like a really simple but easily to read, easily presented Google Doc. In terms of the specific things in my Google Docs for proposals, it's usually just like the client name, the date, the start date. We usually have still a couple of options there in terms of prices, maybe just two options because we will have had some discussions initially around what they're looking for and what their budget is. So I'll have those two options there. And I list out the deliverables really specifically. So it's X number of Instagram posts, X number of graphics, X number of reels. We're using hashtags. We're doing micro blogs in the captions. We're doing community engagement. How many hours of community engagement in the month? We're also gonna reply to all their DMs and comments, like really listing out every little thing of the package because this is where you really wanna get nitty gritty. And sometimes you don't wanna stack all of those little details into your sales pitch, into that pitch process. Because if you did that with like all four packages that you offer, also in this PDF where you've got an introduction and like all of these pages on why social media is so important, 
it can get really overwhelming for your client to read and process. Like it's just a lot of text. It's a lot of data. It's a lot of info for them to process. So having it a bit more streamlined in that pitch process is really awesome. But the proposal is where you get to the nitty gritty because the proposal is where your client has been like, okay, I'm ready to pay the money now. What is my money going to get me? And they want to know about those little details like, let's say a monthly reporting analytics document. They want to know how many exact minutes you're spending on engagement. They want to know if you're going to reply to their comments and DMs. They want to see all of those little specific things. And this is what will also get them across the line. If someone's a little bit on the fence or they're being a little bit slow to sign their contract, pay their first invoice, that proposal is really fully fleshed out and really showcases the depth of your offer and all of the awesome things you're going to be doing for them. That will get them excited and that will get them across the dotted line. And then obviously in the proposal, we have the prices and that's pretty much it. Like the proposal is so simple when you think about it. It's just here are the packages, here are the prices, here are the list of deliverables or here's the list of things I'm going to do for you. And it's a lot more simple and streamlined, especially when compared to the pitch. And that's why I really see these two things as quite different and as two different kind of documents that will come into play in your business for different moments, for different clients and for different needs, right? If you have someone that hasn't talked to you before that you're really trying to pitch to, that is where your pitch, your sales PDF comes in. And if someone is already keen on your services, they just want to know more, they're ready to sign up, that is when your proposal comes in. And that proposal is really key to narrow down exactly what your client is looking for and get those specific sets of deliverables for the month for you as a social media manager. I know there's a lot of people when they're first getting started who maybe will just be like, oh yeah, I'll be your social media manager for $500 a month. And they don't really know what they're doing yet. So they don't create that list of deliverables, right? They're just like, oh yeah, I'll do some posts for you. And that's where you go into the really dangerous territory of you, you getting overworked, uh, a lack of boundaries with your clients, you'll end up doing more posts than you expected, or maybe you do the posts you expected to do, but your client is a little bit disappointed because they thought you were going to do more. And there's just this whole miscommunication there. So even if you're just getting started and you don't really know what you want to offer in your services and packages, this is where you should still be creating that to-do list. And that list of deliverables can be altered. So maybe you do get halfway through the month and you're only doing two posts a week and your client messages and they're like, hey, I feel like we should be doing more. And that's when you could adjust those packages and update your invoice and everything like that. But the main thing I really want to get across is you guys cannot be successful social media managers without that clear list without that very specific to-do list of what your service entails. And that is where that proposal stage is really important. And then of course, you're gonna have the contract and it makes the contracts really easy if you've already done a proposal for someone. For me, I have a whole bunch of contracts uh, templates set up in a piece of software called PandaDoc. You can go to pandadoc.com if you wanna go check it out. I'm not an affiliate or anything like that, but I just did a lot of research and wanted to find a contract, online contract software system that also allowed e-signatures. And it's really handy because it does store all of my contracts like in their, in their website. So I don't have to have all of these clunky contract files like saved on my computer, which I really like. It means I can access them from any device, which is super handy if you're traveling or whatever. 
And my clients find it really easy to use as well. It's like a click and sign function. But in there, I set up like a couple of different templates for my services, or I can go in and duplicate an old contract and just change out the client names. But when you already have that proposal in place, you then just copy what's in your proposal and that list of full deliverables. You copy and you chuck that into your contract. Copy, paste, boom, done, change the name out, <laughs> you can sign it, change the dates, whatever is relevant, and then send it off. So the contract stage of my onboarding is super, super quick and easy because at that point, we've got everything nailed down of what it's gonna look like. The client's agreed. It's now just the legal, you know, signing on the dotted line process. I think I'm gonna leave this episode here because it's so windy in Wellington today, classic Wellington weather. I keep getting worried that it's gonna be like messing up my audio and you guys are gonna be hearing it on the recording. But I hope you enjoyed this short and sweet episode talking all about pitches, proposals, and contracts, and the differences between those, how they come in at certain stages in your business, and what they exactly look like. If you guys really want to dive more into this topic, remember you can always come sign up for one of my courses jump over to Instagram and feel free to send me a DM if you want to figure out what course is right for you or if you want to sign up for my membership or one of my one-off workshops, come have a chat. We can see what stage you're at and what would be the right fit for you. And yeah, I cannot recommend those courses enough. I know that I created them, so I'm totally biased, <laughs> but it's really awesome because we go so much more in depth into topics like these. Like you get examples of literally my first sales PDF and pitch and what that looks like and how it evolves. So you get several examples there. You also get examples from past students. I do like a little audit session where I go through their sales PDFs. So you get some examples there. And then I give you things like discovery call checklists, contract checklists, contract templates, all of those kind of things that can be really tricky to create when you're first getting started and you're trying to find your feet in your business and you're not quite sure what to put where. That can all be easily solved when you sign up for the Dishing Up Digital School. So, and with that being said, I'm going to wrap this up now. And thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate the support on the podcast. And I will chat to you in the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>